Hello. This is the 50th tale in a year and a day of weekly short stories set in the split worlds. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we will begin. This story takes place a year after The Price of Art. This story is called The Business of Art. Clive held the hammer in the air, poised to strike as he listened. There was another knock at the door. He swore under his breath and laid the hammer down as quietly as he could. Mr. Pascoe? A male voice called. I know you're in there. I could hear you down the street. Who is it? Mr. Nugent. Clive recognised the voice now. He was the one who'd tried to buy his work, but he had torn up the cheque and contract and ignored his calls. Why was he there, that day of all days? He unlocked the door after covering the piece he was working on with a dust sheet. Nugent's hair was greyer than he remembered, but his eyes were the same copper sulphate blue. He smiled and extended a hand, which Clive shook. It's the opening day of the exhibition, Nugent said. I thought you'd be checking your installations. The gnawing anxiety made Clive's stomach cramp again. It's all ready. I know it is. Nugent looked at the draped sheet. Come to work off some nerves? Something like that. Look, it was nothing personal. Before, I mean. I just... It didn't... Amelia Rose convinced you to sculpt wood, Nugent said, walking towards the hidden piece. How has that worked out for you? Clive sat on an upturned bucket, tired of pretending. It's shit. The whole exhibition, all of it. It's derivative GCSE art student crap, with no convincing narrative between the pieces. But Amelia seemed happy enough. She knows nothing about art, Nugent said. That's what she says about you, Clive replied. She is happy with the exhibition, but it's not because of your work. Nugent's hand reached towards the sheet. She doesn't care about your career, your development, or how you feel. But she's been funding me for a year. It's a small price to pay to prevent me offering patronage. Nugent grasped the cloth and looked at Clive, who just shrugged. He pulled it off the unfinished sculpture and let the sheet fall to the floor. Clive watched the way Nugent touched the metal and the direction his hands moved in. He was following the flow of the piece. He understood what he was trying to capture. This is good, Nugent whispered. Very good. Steel perfectly balanced between strength and beauty. His blue eyes were brilliant against the grey metal. You can't deny this is your calling. You come here and make this when you should be preparing for your opening night. That says everything. I know. Clive let his head rest on his hands. I'm screwed. She'll go mental if she... Have you eaten? What? Let's go and eat. Nugent headed for the door. Talk things over. No pressure, no obligations, just lunch. I'll buy. There was a limousine outside. Clive climbed inside wearing his overalls, worrying he would mark the cream leather seats. He only had boxer shorts on underneath, and no other clothes at the workshop. The walnut veneer reminded him of the dreaded exhibition. 
Nugent offered him a drink and he declined. The limousine moved off, and Clive stared out at the grimy streets. This was where he belonged, not the sunny studio in Richmond that Amelia had given him. He needed to be in East London, somewhere that still remembered industry and hard work, and didn't mind the hammering. She said you'd burn me out, he told Nugent as they left the streets he knew. That you valued money more than art. I suppose I thought I'd be selling out if I went with your offer. Rose is very persuasive, Nugent replied. Do you regret it? Clive looked down at the black under his fingernails. Nothing felt so good as when he was working the metal. Yeah, the splinters suck. Nugent reflected his smirk, but said nothing. Was he going to make the offer again? If he did, what would Amelia say? She could destroy his artistic reputation. But then his own exhibition was about to do that anyway. He looked back out of the window and waited for Nugent to say something, but the minutes passed in silence. What was he doing getting into some bloke's limo? How had he got so... They were driving down a familiar street and the car was slowing down. They passed the gallery and parked only metres away, making his stomach churn. The gallery's owner was outside, with a woman in a suit holding a clipboard. The owner was pale and clearly distressed. Who's that woman? he asked Nugent as they watched through the rear window. Health and safety, he replied. What a day to have a surprise inspection. Nugent pointed at the alleyway running down the side of the gallery. The securing bolts at the top of the metal fire escape had failed, and it was leaning away from the building. A piece of paper was pulled from the clipboard and handed to the owner, who scrunched it up and shouted something at the inspector as she left. Clive looked away, not sure whether to feel relieved or not. The exhibition would have to be cancelled, but did he want to be in a car with someone prepared to sabotage another person's livelihood? It looks like you'll have some time to reflect upon your career, Nugent said. If you want to pull out altogether, I can help with the legal side of things. The gallery hasn't provided a space, so they're in breach of contract. But what about Amelia? I'm sure a solution can be found. Clive sighed. This isn't the first time this has happened, is it? Nugent smiled. No, and it won't be the last. She'll know it's nothing personal. You have to consider what's best for you and your career now. We can talk about it over lunch. Clive nodded. He wasn't going to disagree whilst sitting in his car. The gallery owner walked to the alley, his back to the limo as he looked up at the fire escape. What about him, though? Clive asked. He's a nice guy. It doesn't seem fair. Nugent pressed the button to open the window an inch and then got out of the car. Is this the right place for the Pasco exhibition opening tonight? It would be, the owner pointed at the fire escape. It's going to be delayed. Nugent reached into his pocket. If you need any help, I run a company that can manage communications in difficult circumstances. He handed the owner a business card. PinPR.com We can help. Smooth, Clive said when Nugent got back in. You may get a client out of today, as well as a pet artist. Art is art, 
Mr. Pascoe, Nugent said as he closed the window. And business is business. That's the end of this week's story. If you'd like to find out more about the Split Worlds, then go to www.splitworlds.com. Thank you for listening.